0: receiving from God so I'm going to start in in Mark chapter 9 and we're going to talk just a little bit more in what has to happen to receive from God Mark chapter 9 I think we read this verse if we didn't now we are um Mark chapter 9 and verse 23, and Jesus said to him, If you believe, all things are possible to him who believes. He said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Let me ask you this can you believe? Okay? So I'm telling you, all things are possible to you who believe. Can you believe? Give me an answer. So in other words, you can believe. So in other words, if you can believe and you actually believe, then there's not anything impossible, right? Okay. Look at one chapter over, or the next chapter over, I mean. Verse 27 in chapter 10 of Mark. But Jesus looked at them and said, With men, it's impossible. With men, it's impossible. But is it, is, is it impossible with you? Based on what we just said a minute ago, is it impossible with you? Not if you believe. He said, With men, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So, all things are possible... With God, and all things are possible with those who believe. All things are possible with God, and all things are possible for those who believe, based on what the scripture just said. I'm going to say it again. All things are possible with God, and all things are possible with those who believe. So, would that say in scripture here that it's important? that we understand what it means to believe? I would think. I mean, if nothing is impossible. All right, now, I'm going to ask you this question and I don't want you to do anything and then I'm going to have you close your eyes and I want you to raise your hand if you're in this category. Are you facing something that is impossible? Don't raise your hand. Just think about this for a minute. Are you facing something that? in the natural with men where where everything is impossible are you facing something and you know this isn't like you know are you do you have you know do you have some incurable disease you know and and you may but i mean this isn't this isn't a negative question this is a heart-stirring question are you facing something are you challenged with something in your life Are you stepping out in certain areas that with men it could be impossible? So, close your eyes for a minute. Close your eyes. Don't look around because it doesn't matter who's raising their hand. Lift your hand if you you are facing something that appears in the natural to be impossible. Just lift your hand. Uh-huh. Okay. 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 So, everybody look at me. With God, nothing's impossible. Amen. With me, if I believe, nothing is impossible. Right. So, any impossible situation, and in different ones of you that raised your hand, okay, you're, you're facing something that in the natural could be impossible. But we're learning today in this place how to receive from God things in the natural that appear to be impossible because nothing is impossible with God. Impossibilities don't even exist in His atmosphere, in His realm, in His nature, in His way of impossibility. The word impossible isn't even in His vocabulary. It's not even there. Nothing is impossible with God. And nothing is impossible for Burt Wimberly if he believes. And you if you believe. Nothing. 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 So, if that's the case, then... If we've got impossible situations that appear to be impossible that are are facing us, what do we need to be doing? Well, Pastor, we need to be believing. No. We need to develop the revelation of believing. (laughs) Because if I'm believing... (laughs) then there's nothing impossible, and that means every impossible situation turns into manifestation. Right? So, that's most of it, but the other part is what we talked about last week. What did we talk about last week? Receiving from God, how? By number one, knowing the will of God. There's God's way and His will, and then everything else. So, last week we talked about, and we read out of 1 John chapter 5, that if you believe that God hears you in the things that you ask, because what you're asking is the will of God, then it says, then then you have the confidence that you will receive what you've asked for. Everybody say, ask. Well, today, the other part of this that we're going to look at is the word, ask. Ask. Anybody ever seen that video, that little bitty guy that he's trying to talk about his backside and he calls it his ask? <laughs> right? Sort of. Beating, someone's, yeah. Beating someone's ask. Yeah, uh-huh. his ask. Yeah. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about asking, really asking. It's hilarious. <laughs> like, uh, Jessica said, you, you, Google, if, if you go to YouTube and just type in the ask kid or something like that, it'll, it'll pop something up for you. But it is hilarious. It's, anyway, sorry, I had to get that out of my mind so I could preach this message. All I could think about is that little kid. My ask. Anyway. Um. So, the, so the, the other part of this thing is this. We've got to learn what asking looks like. So to kind of dissect this today, let's start in James chapter 1. <clears throat> Everybody close your eyes again, and if you raised your hand a minute ago, just lift it. Don't anybody be looking around, look at who's got their hand in the air. Just lift your hand if you raised it a minute ago when I asked you about impossible situations. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, you are the God, not of the impossible, you're the God of the possible for impossible situations. You are not the God of the impossible. You're the God of the possible, and not only the possible, but you're the God of reality. And Lord, I thank you today that every situation that your people are facing today, I thank you in the name of Jesus that what's in them and you in them is more than enough. For greater are you in them than anything in the world, any temptation or test or trial or or, or any load of any type. You said, take my load and my yoke upon you for it's easy and it's light. And as we receive that, Lord, we can overcome every situation that we face. And I believe even now, Lord, that that revelation of by this time tomorrow, things are changing in people's lives. Impossible situations are turning into the possible and then the manifestation. And I believe it on behalf of your people today. And we give you praise and glory. And everybody said, Amen. And Amen. Amen. So we're going to start that message out a little bit different. We're going to pray first. Amen? So... I want to focus on this word "ask." (laughs) Man, I got to get that out of my mind. In the name of Jesus, got to focus though on this word "ask." Um, So, verse one of James four: Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? You lust and do not have, you murder and covet and obtain and cannot obtain, you fight and war, yet you do not have, you do not have because you don't pray enough. You, know? you do not have because you just bless God, not thankful enough. No, you do not have because you don't ask. You don't have because you don't ask. You don't have because you don't ask. You don't have because you don't ask. See, that doesn't really compute in most people's minds. You don't have because you don't ask well as I've asked it asking you know well but the asking that he's talking about right here has to go in line with the things that we've talked about and what we've talked about last week and just in the last few minutes number 1 you've got to know what the will of god is and number 2 you've got to be able to hear what the will of god is and then do what God reveals to you to do. So that in the asking, what you're asking is what you've heard him say rightfully belongs to you. Because see, when when I know that I have a right to ask for something, nobody's gonna keep me from it. And you know, you can take as parents, you can take just like when your children were little, <clears throat> I mean, they didn't when when they knew that it was meal time. They didn't come, you know, crawling to the dinner table and praying and asking, you know, in in a begging kind of a way, you know, as parents, could you see fit to feed me today? No, because they knew that the food was theirs. They knew it belonged to them. Is that right? Okay? So, as, as children, when we know what belongs to us, then the asking has to be. With this confidence and assurance that God wants me to have it more than I want to have it. Could could it actually be that way? I'm asking you the question today. Could it actually be that way? Could God want me to have what I'm desiring, what I'm believing for, what appears to be impossible? Could God want me to have that more than I want to have it? So I'm asking you today to just think about, as I go on in this message, this question. How much have you been asking? If you, have a, if you have a piece of paper, just write that down on a piece of paper if you have one. If you don't, type it into your phone. If you don't have a phone with you or a desktop computer in your lap where you could type that in, make sure to make a note of that and write it down to where you can see it. How much asking have you been doing? Okay? So he says in the next verse, You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss. Or one translation says, with the wrong motive. In other words, out of the will of God. But I want our focus to be on what verse 2 says. Yet you do not have because you do not ask. And my question to you today is, how much have you been asking? Well, God just hadn't come through. Have you asked Him? Well, not lately. Okay. So, asking is not begging asking is not the asking that we're talking about in this message today is not begging god for something like i said get the picture of a little child begging their parents for food when why would they beg their parents or pray you know that their parents would see fit to feed them when it's it's what belongs to them it goes with the package right things that belong to you and i in god that He says are ours in His Word, when that becomes a part of us, then we have to ask Him for those things. God wants you asking Him for things that appear to be impossible to manifest in your life because when you see what appears to be impossible manifest because of your faith and confidence in God, will that cause your faith in God to arise? And will that cause what you have in the form of a testimony to share with other people will that cause you to come to another level of what and how you can share something with other people remember people are going to follow you before they follow god people say well, yeah i got a nation that just hates god it's because of the people it's the people it's the people that's right those bunch of sinners no it's the church it's the church. It's the church. It's the church. Right? You ever seen kindness just floating around? The kindness of God in me leads a man to repentance. Well, ah, I don't believe all that crap. Yeah, I imagine. The kindness of God in you is what leads a man to repentance. People's lives will follow you. They'll repent and they'll follow you to God. God made it that way. Right? Same way, the same way every man and woman that have had children, when the child was born, they were given to you to raise to lead them to God. Every child that was ever born was created in the image of God and was intended to love God and have a passion for God. And as parents, our responsibility was to raise them that way. Some people had revelation; some people didn't. You take it, you take it up where you're at today in the revelation that you have, and you lead your children and your grandchildren the best that you can, depending on the level and where you're at with it, right? But God intended for you and I to lead and father and mother other people spiritually and without an example working on the inside of us be as a result of us being on the receiving end of how good God is why would people follow something that we don't believe in why would people follow why would someone follow me if I didn't believe the Word and I didn't believe in the promises and I couldn't tell them and give them good news about what God can do for them? They won't. They've got to see it real. And listen, if, if, you, if you're on the receiving end of the, of the promises of God, then you've learned how to be disciplined and you're not afraid of it. And people need to be disciplined, but they need to be disciplined after they've been raised up enough through the Word of God to where they can handle discipline. They don't need to be slapped around the first six months. I mean, you know, you ever seen anybody slap a little baby around? It's pretty ugly. People go to jail for that for a long time, right? Not very pretty. We don't need to be slapping adults that are babies on the inside. We don't need to be slapping them around. We need to be living the life and leading them along. Because what will happen is, when you believe in the Word and you're on the receiving end yourself, to get to the receiving end, you had to receive some correction from God. And then become not afraid of it. And when you've received correction from God and it's working on your behalf, everybody that is corrected matures and grows and prospers and advances. Then you can help other people naturally to do the same thing. I think that most people, actually, if they're led in the kindness of God and they're developed the right way, take very little correction because the Word will correct them. Amen. It will. Take very little correction because the Word will correct their life. It's beautiful. I mean, to me, it's beautiful to see. So we're talking about the type of asking that we've got to understand and, 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 and really see. So Matthew 18 and verse 19. <clears throat> Matthew 18 and 19. He says, Again I say to you, that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, again I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them of my Father in heaven. Where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in their midst. I I want you to think about The more and more that I read the the verses of Scripture and I read the promises of God, this this is a promise of God right here. The more that I read the promises of God, they are so absolutely absolute. (laughs) They are so absolutely absolute. There's, There's no gray area. If any two agree on earth... Concerning anything that they ask, I'm going to ask you the question again. What have you been asking God for? Because I'm, I'm a, in, in, in a couple more verses, I'm going to lead you to the type of asking that God is looking for in you. But, what have you been asking God for in your life? How, how much have you been asking Him for? Because it's important that we not just sit back and wait for God to do something, but that we're in an active asking mode. Because asking has a part, has to, has a part to do with receiving. In one verse, a, a little passage that we're going to read in a minute, in Matthew 7 says, Ask and you shall receive. Everybody that asks, receives. Everybody that asks, receives. This is another absolute. Everybody that asks receives everybody that asks receives you know the I mean there's a there's a story in the Bible and and really every time I read that story um it's about Solomon and the queen that ask you know a question about about what he wanted and I think of the genie in the bottle you know you got, you, got, you got three things to ask for. The genie and the bottle. There's three things that you can ask for and it will be done for you. <clears throat> and I think of, I think of that in when, when it comes to this, because if a genie in a bottle came to you and said, you can ask for three things and all that will come to pass in your life. Based on the movies that you've watched and history that you've read, how many would say, you don't have to raise your hand, we don't want to know it, but how many would say you might believe if a genie came to you and said, I'm going to give you three wishes and what you wish or ask for is going to happen, that you would believe in that? There are a lot of people that would believe, man, if that genie says that, that's going to happen. Well, Jesus has, says this, has said this in absolute promises that whoever asks, receives. So, is there something important about the way we ask? Is there something important about the way we ask that's tied to the results that we get? I say yes. Yes. And he said here, whatever, uh, if, if any two agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it shall be done of them of my Father in heaven. So if I'm asking for something and I'm, I'm getting somebody to agree, if I'm getting my wife to agree with me, or I get somebody in the church to agree with me about a specific thing that I'm asking for, The Bible says right here that if we agree, the Amplified in in this passage, notice what it says in verse 19 in the Amplified. Again, I say to you, if two of you on earth agree, harmonize together, make a symphony together about whatever, anything and everything that they may ask, it will come to pass and be done for them of my Father in heaven. What has to happen? They have to agree. They have to harmonize together. They have to make a symphony together about anything and everything that they're asking for. They've got to harmonize. They've got to be on the same page. They've got to believe and see the same thing, that those things are going to come to pass, and bam, they come to pass. That's that's one form of asking, that if any two agree, if they harmonize together, they're on the same page, they see the same things, they're going to get that to happen. Why do you think that the enemy has worked so hard to divide families, to divide husband and wife relationships? Because two people, two spirits that are one flesh, how powerful, is that, how powerful is the potential of that agreement when two people come together? But if two people that are one flesh, in their souls they're separated. They're thinking, they're separated. The way they perceive things, it's, they're separated. If, the, if they stay separated, then there's no power in the asking. So you can ask for things, but what happens? You don't get it, and then what happens? You get discouraged, and then what happens? Then you blame God, and then what happens? Then you blame your pastor, and then, then you blame you know what they're teaching over there. Then, they be, then you blame all these other things because you don't get the results. Why? Because you're not in agreement. And all that means is you've not done the due diligence or taken the time to develop that place of agreement so that when you ask, you get everything you ask for. Not just every once in a while. Not just a hit and miss thing. It's not like a lotto. Well, you know, when you pray like that, possibility of you getting those results is about, you know, you living nine lives Possibility of you, that that happened is like you being struck by lightning five times in your life. The possibilities of actually getting results. That's the lotto mentality. And yet people play the lotto. <laughs> the only reason that the lotto is as high, to, high as it is, that it's multi, 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 multi millions is because people believe in it. I don't know about you, but this is a heck, (laughs) these are amazing odds. (laughs) And, And notice he said, you ask, he'll do it every time. You ask, and he'll do it every time. Whoever asks, receives. How often? Every single time. Well, Pastor, why don't we see? Because of our asking. See, we ask, we ask, and don't receive. Why? Because we ask amiss. But even before that, we have not because we're not asking. So, I want you to think of these two things. There is an asking unto believing And then there's an asking in your believing. Mark chapter 9, the guy with the child, your disciples tried to do it, they couldn't do it. Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Is he asking for something? Yes. Yes. Did God honor that? dang right was he asking in unbelief maybe so he was asking in a form of doubting but he was asking with expectation for that thing to be lifted off of him so there's an asking unto believing and then there's an asking in my believing that produces every single time the results it's just that as we talked about last week the third thing that it takes to receive from God is there must be the endurance in my life. Uh, it was Hebrews 10.38, or 36 or 38. Um, for you have need of endurance, for after you've done the will of God, then you'll receive the things that are promised. You have need of endurance. So in the first type of asking, there has to be an endurance in the developing time Unto a place of believing so that when I'm in a place of believing and I'm asking for things when I ask they're mine. Not when I see it. That when I ask it's mine already. Because I know it's the will of God and he said ask and that's enough for me. That's all my responsibility right there. Nothing else. I don't have to go working around the scenes and trying to make this happen and if I'll tell somebody and if I'll go and if I'll try this thing and if I'll no I don't have to do any of that stuff I have to learn to ask unto believing with endurance developing my ability to hear what the will of God is and then learn to continually ask in faith and because I believe then I have what I say That's what he's revealing to us right here. Let's look at another one real quick. Just got a couple minutes left. Um, look at James 1, and then we'll end with Matthew, with Matthew 7. Look at James 1. <clears throat> In verse five, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him. What does it say on the screen? Oh, we don't have the screen. How much do we appreciate that screen? Everybody say yes and amen. If any of you lacks wisdom let him ask of God who gives to all men liberally and without, with, without reproach in other words he doesn't hold back anything from anybody that asks and it will be given him all right so think about this i got to i got to drive these two little points home as we end this okay but think about this if i go to god Asking him for something. And I don't really believe it. And I go to God acting like I do. Well, bless God, we're going to get this thing. That's called lying. And that don't work. So, I got to decide in different areas of my life where my asking is. Is it, am I at a place unto believing, or am I asking for something in believing, and if I'm asking in a place in believing, then it's done. And, 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 I, and I'm telling you, you say, well, you know, that it can't be that easy. It's not easy. No, it's not easy. Because I didn't say you would never have doubts that come to your head. But you're so convinced inside of you that when the doubts come, they flee. Why? Because you take those thoughts captive. The thought comes, well, you know, that's not going No, 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 no. That's going to work because God's Word says it's going to work. And when you're developing that unto a place of believing, then when you get to a place where you believe that you believe that you know that you know that you know that it's true and it's right for you, then what you ask, you receive. That's why it's very difficult... To see things manifest in people's lives because people don't know how to endure through difficult times. Next week I'm going to talk to you about a, a verse of Scripture that literally I've gotten new revelation on that has to do with receiving. I'm not going to talk about it I don't have time to get into it today, but next week we'll talk about it. Or not, not next week, but the following week. Um. But that I got new revelation on about how vitally important it is to know how to endure. Because, you know, you say, well, you know, that person just didn't endure. But why? Why why do people quit? Why do people throw in the towel and get frustrated and discouraged? And that's what we're going to talk about. Because we need to know how how and what to do because everybody potentially wants to quit or give up in something that they're doing or standing for but what causes us to do that and quit and not endure and stay in the fight and stay stay focused until we see it happen and i'm telling you today that as as askers people that learn how to ask and not afraid to ask for something any of the people that raised their hand earlier with impossible situations, what are you asking God for about that situation? Or are you just waiting? Or are you just frustrated? Or are you just focused on what's not happening instead of developing in God what needs to happen in you and allow that to come to a place where you are asking Him for what rightfully belongs to you because you believe it? Amen. So he said, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who freely gives and never withholds. So, if he doesn't withhold, then the issue is in our asking. It's giving you seed for thought. And then I'm going to end this message today in Matthew 7. Matthew 7. Matthew 7 and verse 7. Ask, and it will be given you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. You see the absolutes? Everyone who asks, receives. Everyone. Everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, the door will be open. Or what man is there among you, who if his son asks for bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who, what? Ask Him. Those who ask Him. What are you asking God for? God knows what you have need of before you even ask Him. I'm going to say it again. God knows what you need before He even asks. Okay? So, let me ask you this. Two things. Do you need money? I'm just bringing that up because everybody relates to money. Come on, everybody. Everybody relates to money. So, do you need money? Okay? Okay? And if you think you don't, then that's selfish. Because I don't care how much you have, you need more to bless others with. Okay? Got it? So, everybody needs money. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I'm not thanking you for something. I'm asking you for a million dollars. Let's take a roundabout figure. Okay? I'm asking you right now for a million dollars. Doesn't the Bible say whoever asks receives? Everybody who asks receives? Well, Pastor, I don't know if I do that or not. I'm going to knock on wood. See, that's where the problem is. All right? What we say last week and, and up to this point, okay, we've got to be able to hear God. We've got to know what his will is. And in us knowing what his will is, what we ask him for, that's where we receive. Is it the will of God for you to have a million dollars right now? He, he didn't even flinch. Yes. Didn't even flinch. Okay. Okay. So don't misunderstand, this isn't some hype about you getting a bunch of money, okay? I'm making a point. If you're struggling, if you're looking at an impossible situation, let's say you were half a million dollars in debt, okay? Is it the will of God for you to have the half a million dollars? I'll just tell you this. If you're half a million dollars in debt, and if a half a million dollars came into your hands and you didn't pay the debt off, you're not ready for it. And you know who knows that better than you? God. See? And if you're not in a position to be faithful with that money to put it where it needs to go, okay, there's not gonna be faith in your heart to receive that. Because you haven't done the work to prepare your heart to be on the receiving end of what rightfully belongs to you. So that's where where all this faith and confession thing that people tried to criticize, it's true and it's real. But it's got to be understood. It's got to be developed. God created you and I to be people that would have everything that we say. But it's got to be worked out in us. And we've got to understand there's a lot of asking that goes into believing. Lord, I need to accomplish this thing. I need to accomplish Something in this thing in my life. I need to accomplish something in the ministry here I need to do this thing and Lord. I'm just telling you today. I, I don't see how I'm gonna do it I don't see how we're gonna get to this place in the natural I don't see how we're gonna get to this place and be able to do it But I believe that your word says thus and so You see the asking involved there Lord, I'm asking you for wisdom and you said you'd give me, that to me freely. I'm a, so I'm asking you, what are you asking him for? I'm not talking about you asking him just to meet your need or pay a bill or give you a million dollars. I'm talking about what are you asking God for, for the inside of you to be in a position where you can receive all the things that you need so that you can lead other people in how to receive everything that they need. Because people are going to follow you before they follow God. Can you say amen? Amen. Whoever, what father, what father would give if the son asked him for bread, would give him a stone? No, father, and not my heavenly father. So you don't have to be afraid that God's going to give you some ugly thing if you ask Him for something that you think is maybe even beyond. But in your asking, he's going to reveal to you what it is that you need inside of you to be on the receiving end of everything that you ask for. But I want you to leave here today with really believing that asking will cause you to receive. So ask yourself as you leave here today, what have I been asking for? What have I really been asking for? Have I asked God for wisdom? My wife and I, or, my, or just a friend or somebody that you've been close to, wh- wh- who have I asked to get an agreement with me about things? Any two agree is touching. Anything that they ask, it will be done. But there's development that has to go on in, in getting ourself to a place that what we ask for, we believe we receive it when we ask it. Amen? Seed for thought today. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this awesome day.